Hey there, Soul Family. Welcome to another episode of Evolving Consciously. My name is Holly and I know for sure that nothing happens by accident. This moment is happening very on purpose. So I invite you to really sink in with me as we weave our way through this conversation today so that the message your soul is searching for right now can land deeply with you. Here in this podcast, we have conversations on consciousness, helping you unbecome everything you're not, bringing you home to your wholeness so that you can live a completely authentic, soul-centered life. You know, today I really want to get pretty deep on this topic we're covering today about, you know, the power of association. Who is it that you are letting have access to you and to your life? And if if the quality of your life was directly determined by the quality of the people that you allow in it, What kind of life are you set to live? Who is it that you are giving access to? Who is it that's getting access to you that you need to cut access from or at at a very minimum limit the access to? Because, you know, this this is the biggest decision that I ever made in my life, which was, you know, really to become conscious of who I associate with. And, you know, it's like, I don't know how to create the life that I want. But if I hang around the people who already have that life, I'll accidentally become like them because we are pack animals. We need to fit in. And the only way that we fit in is to be like them. And so no matter who it is you're hanging around, you have a survival instinct that tells you to belong. That's why we all hate being alone. We hate moving schools as children and being the kid that doesn't have any friends for a week or for a day. You know, we'd rather hang out with, you know, the kid that gets picked on than to hang out by ourselves because we're pack animals. We need the safety of knowing that we are accepted. But here's the thing. Fitting in is the opposite to belonging. Fitting in is the opposite to belonging. I tell my three little girls, don't ever look to fit in in life. Just look for where you belong. Because in order to fit in, you have to change the very essence of who you are. You have to alter and compromise the way you think and what you believe in order to be able to fit in with who it is that you're trying to fit in with in order to be able to, uh, you know, uh, be, be part of the pack. And so then in order to fit in, you act out of alignment with yourself. You step outside your own authenticity. So yeah, you've got friends, but you, but you sacrifice your authenticity on the altar of being able to fit in. And you know, that is an act of self betrayal and self betrayal is the deepest injury the spirit can suffer. And then you wonder why you can't find fulfillment why you've been robbed of happiness in life, why you can't find your flow. So here's the thing. Your self-worth can actually be measured. I believe that we can measure or at least become aware of where our self-worth is at by, um, by measuring it, by the people that we allow into our lives and how we allow them to treat us. If you have a look at the people you have in your life right now, what does that say about your self-worth? You know, what kind of treatment are you allowed? Because we teach people how to treat us. Okay. And 
you know, the universe accepts us at our, at our own value and it will support us in any belief we choose to have. It will give us life circumstances that give us evidence to prove that that's what we're worth. And so if you've got a lot of people in your life that criticize you, that judge you, that you always feel you have to walk on eggshells around or you have to plan what you're going to say before you get there because you can't just turn up and be you. There's no freedom in just your, your full expression of yourself. If that's the case, you know, for you, then, then why is it? What is the deep-seated belief that you have of yourself that believes that you're worthy of being criticized? If you have people in your life that criticize you, you have attracted them there, you have called them into your life because at some level you, you believe that you deserve to be criticized. And so I just want to, I want to give you a Another way of looking at things today, take it or leave it. I mean, do what you want with it. For those of you who are supposed to hear this message, it will resonate. And for those of you that this message isn't for, that's okay. But what about if we did this? What if you started to live your life based on principles, a set of principles that would be something like, you either treat me like this or you don't get a chance to treat me at all. It is up to you as to whether or not you put uh, you, you put yourself on my list, okay? And you have multiple lists. You say, okay, these are the people I give a lot of myself to. These are the people that I love, but I love from a distance. I limit their access to me. And I have a list of people that I restrict access, cut off access, and they, they don't even get a chance to enter my life. They don't even have the, the, the honor of playing a role in my life if this is how they treat me. Now, here's the thing. You need to create what those principles are to be on that list. In order to be on my I give all of myself to you list, here's the principles that you need to bring to my life. You need to treat me this way. You need to support me this way. This is how I need to feel around you. And if you tick these boxes, you get on this list. But if you don't tick those boxes, but I still do love you, I still care, I honor your journey, and I just understand we're not on the same journey, but I still have a love for you and I can honor where you're at on yours, then you go on my I'm limiting your access list. Yes, I love you. I won't cut you out. I want to have something to do with you, but I'm going to limit my access and not just limit my access in time. See, limiting your access, it could be a parent and your parent does your head in and every time you leave their house, you feel terrible. You're churned up on the inside. Your soul feels like it's got a storm going through it and you're like, why? Why can't I just be good enough? Why can't they just love me? Why do they have to find something to criticize me about? Now, maybe you have to see your parent, let's say every day, let's say they look after your children. And so you drop the kids off and pick them up every day. So you can't limit or cut off your access. Here's the thing, limiting your access doesn't mean uh, I don't see you. It means I limit the access you have to my heart. I limit the impact that I will even allow your opinions or your thoughts or your comments to have on my soul. So it doesn't mean, now sometimes, yes, of course, you limit your access in terms of stop catching up with them, stop seeing them so much, you know, stop doing that, that monthly catch up with friends that you really don't care about and you know don't probably care about you, you're just doing it out of habit, whatever it might be. Absolutely, it can. But I want you to know it doesn't have to mean that. You can limit your access, meaning I see you every day. But I limit the impact that your opinions or your comments or your thoughts have on me because I've made a decision that you're just one of the people on that list.
That, see, here's the thing with making these lists with the full access, the limited access, and the no access uh, list. That's what I call them. I call them the full access, the limited access, and the no access list. Now, here's what you've got to be careful of so that you don't create more turmoil for yourself in your life. You, don't, you, you are the one that sets the principles. You are the one who sets um, the rules as to how you get on each of those lists. But what you can't choose is you can't choose the people that go on it. They choose themselves. They automatically select or deselect themselves from each list. It is not up to you to say, here's the people I want on this list. You say, no, this is the list I'm going to have. I know there's going to be some people in my life that have full access to me because they meet those criteria. There's going to be some that have limited access and there's going to be some that have no access. But I don't decide who the people are. They show me who they are. And I then need to detach from the emotion that I feel when I really wanted someone on, on the full access list. But they chose, not by their words, but by their actions, they chose to go on the limited access list. And those lists are always subject to change. You need to know, okay, you know what? 20% of the people in my life will be on the full access list at any given time. 70% of people you know, will be on the uh, limited access list that I will, I will have them as associates and, you know, things like that. And I'll be a little chameleon and kind of force myself to fit in for the sake of a party or something sometimes. But they don't get full access. They don't get access to my heart. They don't get access to my psyche. They don't get access to the essence of all that I am. They just get access to my personality, but not my soul. Okay. Whereas the full access people are the ones I can, I can show my soul to, and I know it's going to be taken care of. Um, and then there's the no access. Now here's the thing. Maybe there's, there's 20% of people in your life that are on the full access list, 70% of people that go on the limited access list, and 10% of people are on the no access list. Now, you're not going to cut many people completely out of your life, completely get out of here. I want nothing to do with you, but you do have to be prepared to, to, uh, you know, call those shots or to allow those people to put themselves on that list. And if you're going through a really big transformation in your life and you've come from, you know, um, a very different place and you're moving forwards to a whole new place, it, while you're going through that transition period, you might have 90% 90 90 of people that need to go on the no access list. You may actually need to completely remove those people from your life so that there is space in your life for life to send you more, for life to give you the people that meet your new criteria. But if you don't have these standards for yourself, the universe doesn't, doesn't, have to, doesn't even know which people to send you because you don't even have standards. So that's what sends you people with no standards because you don't have standards. If you have no standards, you'll be sent people that don't have standards. So here's the thing. At any given time, the percentages will stay the same, the 20%, the 70%, the 10%, but the people are always subject to change. This month, one of the people on your full access list decides to, um, maybe she's gone through some baggage and she doesn't want to carry the bag and so she tries to hand off that bag for you to carry. You're saying, hey, that's not my baggage. I'm not carrying your bags for you. You go ahead and deal with what you're dealing with. This is yours to carry. I'm not going to involve myself. And for a while, she's, they're going through that process. Perhaps this month, they move themselves to your limited access list because they treat you in a particular way or um, 
they don't treat you in a particular way. And so the percent, but then someone from the limited access list or the no access list, maybe they've gone through a, uh, a stage in their life since you've cut off access to them. And maybe the pain of losing you in their life has forced them to awaken because pain becomes the point from which we expand and awaken. So maybe when you cut off access, perhaps that caused pain that helped them to awaken. There was a real purpose in you cutting off access and cutting that cord. And so this person uh, goes through their own journey and six months later, they, they reach out to you and they say, hey, do you know what? I wanted to reach out and, and say thank you for what you said to me that day. And even though I, I was angry with you at the time, I see the value in what you did. I actually admire your strength to be able to remove people from your life that don't serve you. And I've been on a journey the last six months and I've done a lot of healing and I've cleared a lot of stuff. And, you know, uh, you know if you would allow me, I would love to be a part of your life again. And perhaps that no access person starts putting themselves on your limited access. So what you need to know is you're living your life on principles, okay? The principle means these are the rules that I have that I do not change according to my emotions, okay? These are the rules. These are the principles I live my life by. And no matter who you are or what title you come with, I don't care if you are mother, brother, sister, brother, you know, whatever, grandfather, uh, been my friend for 30 years. I don't care what title you come with. If you don't treat me like this, you don't get a chance to treat me at all. And you allow those people to select and deselect themselves from that group. Do you know how freeing? Just think about it for a minute. How free would your life be if you were the one that stopped trying to control what people went on what list and you started thinking, oh, well, you know, because she's treating me like that, that must be something I've done wrong. You know, where is that my fault? And you take the guilt and you take the, you start criticizing yourself and you think it's your responsibility to fix that relationship or to go in and put some band-aids on it and try to stop the bleeding a little bit. But, but you're not supposed to do that. They're just not ready to be on your full access list at this time. They're allowed to have their journey as well. And it's got nothing to do with you. And you don't need to go and add your own story to it. You need to allow them to put themselves on your limited access list while, while they are not of value to you. Why? Not because you don't love them, but because you love yourself more. Because you are willing to, to act with self-worth for yourself. And allowing people on your list, no matter what title they come with, this is how you treat me. And I do not change the rules because of the title you wear. Because if I remove that title, look at the people in your life right now. And, they, and, and quite often they are close to us. Okay, there's a reason for that that I'll get to in a minute. I believe that the reason some of the hardest, deepest, most painful lessons come from our family is because those are the lessons we can't escape. But we try to. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. But look at the people in your life and go, okay, if I took your titles away from you, if you weren't brother, mother, sister, father, uncle, best friend, cousin, been my friend since childhood, would I even have you in my life? So why then do I allow you to have all the access you have to me, not just to my time and my energy, but to my emotions, to my heart and to my psyche? Why do I give you that access just because of the title you wear? You see, that's not living life based on principles. That's changing the rules according to your emotions. That's emotional living, not principle living. And that will disturb your soul. So, as I said, you don't have to cut off their access, but you can limit their access. Love them, yes, 
but love yourself more. Love yourself enough to love them from a distance. Honor yourself enough by honoring their journey, but removing yourself from it, okay? You know at any given time, you'll have 20% on one list, 70% on the other, and 10% on the other. It is not up to you to to determine which person goes on which list. That is a decision they make. Okay, you set the principles and that's the decision they make. And you then go through your personal growth journey. You go through your own development, allowing it to be what it is. If they choose to be on your no access list for a while, your journey is learning how to detach from the story that you sell yourself on, that you buy into, that, that, that robs you of your peace and disturbs your soul. And go, oh, well, it must be this or it must be that or that's not fair or that's, you know, that shouldn't happen. Leave the story, leave the story. And if it's creating pain for you, then understand this is a point that I get to expand from. This is all on purpose. Because if you have them in your life, they're going to cause pain anyway. Because if they're criticizing you or, or they're not ticking the boxes for their um, full access list, then they're not treating you how you want to be treated, which means they're creating pain for you anyway. At some point somewhere, they're creating uh, some kind of disturbance in your soul. They're creating uh, criticism, judgment. You don't feel like you can be yourself. So either way, it's painful. It's painful to have them in your life or it's painful to feel like you need to limit or cut off their access to you. Either way, it's painful. You just need to determine which pain you're more willing to suffer. The pain that, that, that hurts you, the pain that degrades you, because not, not just because of how they're treating you, but that you allow them. See, the deepest pain you, you suffer isn't what they do to you. It's, it's, it's your, your, tr- your deeper self, your higher self, knowing that you're worthy of more than that, but you don't have that expectation. You, don't, you, don't, you still allow someone like that into your life. That's where the most pain comes from it doesn't come from the person it comes from you allowing them to treat you like that because that's a betrayal of yourself that's 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 an act of you know unworthiness towards yourself and your soul your higher self your true self it's it's nothing but love but that isn't love it's a mismatch to all that you are that's where most of your pain comes from. You think it comes from the person. No, it comes from the fact that you even allow that person to have that kind of access to your heart. That's what causes most of your pain. So, you know, yes, you might, it might mean that part of your pain is of removing them from your life or limiting them from your life is facing some judgment. And maybe the whole idea, well, what if I regret it? What if, you know, something happened to them and they were to die and I hadn't spoken to them for a month or something, you know? These are, these are just the stories that ego sell you to keep you away from your power. That is the role of the enemy, to keep you away from your power. If you start uh, increasing your worth and living your life based on principles and you start being very careful who you allow to have access to you, the energy that you are surrounded by changes. When the energy that you are surrounded by changes, your own vibration changes to match that. And at that point, you are on a higher frequency and you can attract new thoughts, new visions, new beliefs, new friendship circles that offer you so much more, that nourish you, that value you, that make you feel important and significant. That puts you in your power. That gives you confidence. That gives you self-esteem, self-belief. And what might you do with your life if you feel like that? See, that's a powerful person. So the only thing potentially that could be standing between you and the life that you know you're worthy of and that you deserve and that you want isn't even you. It's the people you're allowing into your life. Maybe you just need to do some cleaning up. 
So either way, you deal with pain, okay? Just choose the pain that has a benefit, the, the, the pain that has purpose. The pain of keeping them in your life serves no purpose. Where's the benefit to that pain? It isn't. That's why it's not pain. It becomes suffering. Pain without purpose is suffering. You suffer having those people in your life. Suffering kills our soul. But if you remove them from your life, yes, you may, or limit them. Yes, you may have some pain. Yes, that may be uncomfortable for you. Yes, that may mess with your head for a little while while you, you know, deal with your own thoughts about the guilting, while you shut down the voice of that enemy that says you're wrong for cutting them out of your life, while you're starting to stand there and claim your power and claim your worth. Yes. It might be painful and uncomfortable, but it's pain with a purpose. It's pain with expansion on the other side. And therefore, you do not suffer. You don't suffer, you expand. And as you expand, you, you obviously, that, that means you grow. And now when you grow, you're at a new level of consciousness. At that level of consciousness, you attract different things, different habits, different people. And when that person decides that they are ready to put themselves back on your full access list, they come to you but they come correctly. That was one of my little philosophies I had in my life. You can come to me, but when you come, come correctly. And if you don't come like this, don't come at all because the door will not be open to you. And yes, I understand that might cause you pain and that might make it uncomfortable for you. And it's not because I don't love you, but it's because I love myself enough. And I want to be, I'll be that light that you don't have in your life. One day you'll see my light. It'll inspire you that I had the courage and the strength to make these choices. And you'll realize that perhaps these are, you know, this is the courage that you also need in your life. Association, you know, association brings about assimilation. It's, you know, hang around those you want to become or become like those you hang around. Those are your choices. In fact, you don't even get to make two choices. You have one choice and by default, the other, the other happens on its own. You either hang around those you want to become or you will become like those you hang around. It doesn't mean they are bad people. It just means they, they, they might just be people that cannot come where you are going next. Okay, some people can't come where you are going next. Each relationship is just a cocoon that prepares us for our next stage. The same way that the chrysalis prepares the caterpillar for its next stage of life. When it moves through to that transformation, its whole, its whole world is different. It doesn't see the world the same way it used to. And we need to be willing to allow the cocoon to fall away from us when that time comes and when the time is right. Not because the cocoon was ever wrong, but because it has served its purpose and we are ready to evolve now. We are ready for our evolution. But sometimes those people from your past, it doesn't mean you don't love them or don't care for them or you think they're bad people or they're not good enough. It's not what you're saying. It's just, I'm ready for a different world now. And you know, the, the, the caterpillar can't take its whole family with it. Just because it's ready to become a butterfly, it doesn't mean its family is ready. I haven't even thought about creating their cocoon yet. But this one's nearly ready to come out of this cocoon. But we must not, just like the caterpillar doesn't give up his own transformation to wait on his friends or to wait on his family. We can't delay our own journey. Or if we do, we are met with the inner knowing. Our, our soul group on the other side contacts us through our emotions and through our intuition. And we get the feeling something is out of order. Life isn't flowing. I just don't feel happy. I just don't feel fulfilled. I'm just looking for more. And that, that it'll, it'll unnerve you for as long as it takes to get your attention. So 
that you follow your path and stop delaying it. Stop, stop not going where you belong just so that you can stay fitting in. Okay. And, and a lot of these things happen with our family. I mean, as I said before, you know, I believe that family are the lessons we can't escape. Quite often, the people on this list or the people we need to limit access to in our life are our family or close friends. Um, I remember one of my mentors always teaching me, he said, Holly, friends and fa I used to be really upset that my friends and family uh, wouldn't support me, you know, in my new, in my, uh, you know, new business ventures or um, whatever it was that I was that I was doing with my life and I remember he said to me his name is uh, his name is Jared Wilkins and he said to me friends and family won't support you until they see strangers celebrating you and that's okay you know there's two things there it happens on purpose because see the 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 lessons that we need that we can't escape come through our family because even if you do cut off your family and I have done this, you know, I went through a, what I call a season of separation um, with my mum for a little while and I wrote her uh, an email and just saying, look, I need a season of separation. This isn't the end of us, nothing like that. I just need space. I, I need the growth. I need to go and work on myself so much that I can come back and I, I want to be able to just love you as you are I don't want I don't want to have this relationship with you where I need you to be something you're not or that you can't be in order for you to fit into uh, where it's convenient to me in order for our relationship to be convenient for me it's like oh I'm a bit uncomfortable how about you change to fit my comfort zone I didn't want to be that person and so I knew that I had to go work on myself but it wasn't forever it was a season of separation now it, during that season, this is why I say that, you know, family are the lessons we can't escape because yes, let's say for example, okay, during this 12 months, I've uh, escaped the pain of having to deal with um, what I felt uh, certainly wasn't my mum's intentions, but it was what I felt was criticism or judgment or not being believed in or whatever it might've been. Um, and so, yes, I've escaped that pain, but instead now I deal with a different pain. When you deal with something to do with really close friends or family, you, you have a pain to deal with no matter what. See, if, if that wasn't my mum, if that was a friend, I could cut them out of my life. And to be honest, I could not think of you ever again. And it would have no bearing on my heart that we weren't talking. I wouldn't care. It, I, you would be just gone. You would just be someone of the past and that would be fine for me to deal with. But because of the title they come with, um, you know, you're reminded when it's Mother's Day, oh yeah, I, you know, I don't really have a relationship with my mum right now. Or, you know, it's like you see other people with their mums and you're like, yeah, you know, I should just wish that, you know, that my mum would be like that with me. Or, so you're always confronted with the pain. It's a lesson you can't escape and it's a lesson that you could only learn going within. And that's why our family won't change. Everyone around us changes, but it's like, why won't they change? You know, I wish I could help them see. But they're not supposed to because there's a lesson in there that we need to learn that I realized for me, my personal journey and that was, Holly, like you're not going to be able to help everyone. People need, the lesson I learned was that people need to be able to be, they need to want to help themselves. So yes, you've got this offer and all these people tell you all the time, oh wow, you know, you really helped me and you've changed my life. And I used to be the only person I want to hear that from is my mom. I would give up hearing it from all these other people to just hear it from her. And um, then I realized 
Like, that's not her journey. Who am I to say that that's the journey she needs to be on because I need to get what I want out of this? No, well, hang on. Can you just be on the journey I want you on, not on the journey you're actually on? Can you just dishonor your, your whole entire life path? Go on the journey that I need you to be on so that I can get the feeling that I'm wanting in my life, which is to feel like I've been able to help my mum. Well, how about no, Holly? <laughs> how about when you get your own universe, you can make up the rules, uh, any rule you like on that universe. But while you're a guest here on that one, on this one, that's not how it works. <laughs> okay? And this is why I say that list, you can't choose which people go on what list. You just know at any one time, you will always have people on each list. And they, uh, they, they choose themselves all the time. So, you know, um, when it comes to your family, um, yes, you know, you might have to create some distance or cut them out completely, but you've, but then you've got to go within and, and watch the stories that you're telling to yourself, watch what you're buying into. So here's what I'm going to suggest to wrap up today's show. Um, you know, I love talking about this and please, do you know what I want? I, I want you to contact me. I want you to reach out to me. I would love to hear from all of the listeners. Uh, you know, only recently, uh, I got given the numbers we have, a, you know, after only, you know, several weeks. I think it was about six weeks and there was um, 558,000, you know, um, listeners that had listened to my shows and and I, I appreciate that but what I would love to know because the downside of radio is that is you can't talk back to me and, and I wish this was more of a conversation rather than some kind of I don't know presentation or whatever that I guess I make from my end that you don't get to you know converse on so please if you're on iHeartRadio make the comments ask the questions reach out and contact me uh, theholyeffect.com is where you can reach me um, you know uh, on Facebook like I that's my favorite way to be contacted on messenger Holly Noonan you'll be able to see my face there I've got it as my profile picture so you'll find it easy uh, please reach out what is it that you're struggling with in life what even about today's show what what has really resonated with you but then what about it has really challenged you what what might have even pissed you off what might have really confronted you and and you know it's almost like God damn it, I've just been told a truth that I know is the truth and I don't want to accept that. So I'm going to reject that by coming up with evidence to prove that that's wrong and that I should always love my family no matter what and whatever. Go ahead and be angry at me. Go ahead and, I don't know, write and tell me how much you disagree if you want to. I don't care. It, you know, I don't care what reason you have for contacting me. I would love to know what is it you get value from from listening to these shows? What would you like more of? Send me in your questions and I won't say your name, but I'd love to be able to answer your questions if you are interested in being getting some live advice from me and you are willing to go on a show live I don't care what country you're in please reach out to me we can organize to do a, a, a radio show um, and if you're willing to do that live I will give you all the advice on your situation that you have so instead of me asking you the questions you know, we can do some live advice and, and you could say, hey, this is my situation. What should I do? And if you're open to that, I'm happy to offer you what my advice would be. Um, but for today, go away with something you can do. Make a decision to clean up your life. The new year is coming. If you didn't listen to my show last week, um, it, it was all around, you know, uh, being able to set your intentions in order to manifest your desires for 2018. But this is where it starts. So to be honest, I probably should have done this radio show before I, done, before I did that one. Because 
because the universe can't send you what you want. It can only send you what you've got space for. And I did talk about cleaning up your life on that show. But, you know, sometimes cleaning up our life really means delving right into our relationship. So clean up your life. Create space. Know that life wants to give you more more not the same it wants to give you more so stop holding on to people and to places and to thoughts and to habits that don't nourish you anymore that cocoon is finished with let it fall away it doesn't mean it was ever wrong it has just served its purpose and it has prepared you perfectly that relationship that career that church that place that mentor you've had maybe you've outgrown them and you know don't don't be sorry for that the most selfless thing you will ever do is be selfish i want you to take a note on that a mental note i want you to post that up in social media and tag me in it the most selfless thing i'll ever do is be selfish please like let that sink in okay and remember if you buy their opinion you're buying their lifestyle. So if you don't want their lifestyle, don't buy their opinion. And remember that the way you buy their opinion is by being around them. It's subconscious. It's not even intentional. Anyone you hang around, uh, you become like, okay? So no matter how much you love your family, how much you respect your parents, okay? All those things. If, just think about it like this. If you use their thinking, to make your decisions, you will end up with a life exactly like they've got at their age. So if you don't want the, the life they've got at their age, then you can't afford to use their thinking to make your decisions. So they'll tell you, oh, it's really sad that, you've, that you're not talking to your friend anymore. You guys have been friends since you were three years old. I remember all the times in your childhood, blah, blah, blah. Or I can't believe you've you know, created some distance from your brother. That's just wrong. He's your brother. No matter how he, he treats you, you should always, you know, love him and be there for him and it's like hey I love him but do you know what he needs to have his own journey and I'm sorry I don't care what title you come with if you're going to treat me like that you don't get a chance to treat me at all at all and I'm not going to be sorry for that but see where we buy back into these old limiting you know programmed ways of thinking is quite often our family or our parents in particular, the ones that we so deeply, the child inside of us wants to be approved of so badly from our parents. And, and we know we won't be approved of our parents. Maybe they won't love us the same if we don't keep that best friend and if we don't keep the relationship, you know, close with our sibling that is draining the hell out of us and causing a toxic environment on the inside of us. Love yourself more, okay? And just remember, yeah, Okay, mum, dad, whoever, auntie, uncle, grandma, grandpa, I respect your opinion. But do you know what I know? I can't use your thoughts to make my decisions because your thinking, your best ability to know how to think and therefore make decisions has landed you in the situation you're in at your age. And I don't want to be in that situation. So therefore, I cannot use your thinking to make my decisions because I've already had a preview of how life turns out if those are the thoughts I make my decisions from. And so what you do then is you go find the person who has the things that you want, who has the things, the, the, the houses, the cars, the things that make you feel good, the money, the time, and also pay attention to the character, the people who have the character you want to have.
who give the way you want to give, who impact other lives the way you'd like to impact other lives. Go to go find them and borrow their brain. While you don't know how to think like them, borrow their brain. Use their thoughts to make your decisions until you can learn to think like them. And listen, of course, that's not going to feel comfortable. Of course, when you have your, your first conversations with that crowd, it's, not, it's going to be a complete mismatch to what you've always thought. But it's meant to be. If you knew how to think like them, you'd have a life like them. And if they thought like you, they'd have a life like you. So if you want to have a life like them, relationships at peace and this impact that they have and this abundance that they attract and this sense of grace and ease amongst all their success and ambition, if that's what you want, then you have to learn to think like them. But in the beginning, it's going to conflict because your thinking is going to say, I don't believe that. That doesn't compute with me. Of course it doesn't. That's like trying to download a, a file onto a computer system that doesn't have the operating system to support it. The computer is going to go, we can't absorb, we can't, you know, uh, receive this file. It doesn't match the operating system. But that's the whole point. The operating system needs to be updated. The operating system has to change. That's why we're letting go. So, so make me this promise, please. Make me this promise. If there's one level of impact I want to have in this world, it is, it is, um, you know, just the courage for people to, uh, to, to be selfish, to put not at the expense of someone else, not with intention for it to be at someone else's expense. My intention for being selfish is to take care of me. If by chance part of that process means it is at your expense, I'm happy for that to be the, the case. I, I, will, I will grow through that process. It is not my intention for it to be to your detriment. But if it is to your detriment, I'm okay with that. I would rather it be to your detriment than to mine. And so I will love myself enough. So please, you know, make me the promise that, that you will give yourself permission to just clean up your life, to, to stop allowing people in your life because of the titles they wear, to really make some strong decisions around the principles that, that you expect to have people show you in your life and to give yourself permission to let go, to limit access or to completely cut off access with those that don't nourish you, that don't fuel you and that don't nurture you. And living this way, it takes so much courage. I understand, you know, it's not easy to do any of this. So please, as you depart from here today, depart from here with courage the courage to believe in a better way, the courage to voice what you've got to say, the courage to thrive when times are tough, and above all else, the courage to know you are good enough. Ladies and gentlemen, just before I close out, I would like to let you know, no matter where you are in the world, around the world, if you would like to immerse yourself in this kind of environment and, um, take part in a six-night retreat. I am running what I call the Unbecome Intensive Retreat in Bali, August 2018, from the 23rd to the, uh, to, for six nights, 23rd to 30th of August um, 2018. There's an early bird discount where you can save $250 per person uh, if you book real soon. All the details are on my website, thehollyeffect.com. 
you can go there to um, be able to register, reach out and contact me if you have any questions. But uh, there are only 30 positions available worldwide for this retreat. Uh, it's going to be life changing and it's certainly something that if you really feel like these are the things you need to do, but they're scary for you and it's hard for you, or if you're there, you want to know what your life purpose is and you've kind of done some of this, this uh, growth and development stuff and you're ready now to know why am I here? What's the meaning of my life? We're doing an intensive six day retreat with, um, you know, spiritual day trips and so many modalities and things that can help you clear your energy and clear your blocks. So if you want to be part of that, the Holly effect, dot com forward slash events scroll down you'll see the bali retreat and i certainly would love to spend six days with anyone who is ready to take uh, you know take the steps to not just saying they want that life but to creating that life and honoring themselves enough to allow it to be okay to make those choices